Hello, Smelly Bellies, and welcome to episode five of the Smelly Cast. This episode is sponsored by Summit Green Manufacturing. What do they make? They make tankless water heaters, and they are our good friends. So let's talk about tankless water heaters for a second. Tankless.com. So, tankless.com. Why switch to tankless? Well, more energy efficient. You're going to be saving money. You're not going to be paying that high gas bill every month when you're taking those hour-long hot showers like I do. You're going to get higher quality, made-in-the-USA product. You can get customer service, and it's 92% recyclable. Phil, tell me how this magic works. So pretty much what happens, it's a point-of-use system. So instead of you having a giant water heater that's storing all of this water that is constantly heating with a pilot light or in gas, it only heats it to me in the moment you turn it on. So you turn the nozzle on, and it starts heating water through the line as it passes through the line. So three seconds of your faucet being on, and you have hot water immediately. Crazy. So here's the thing. I mean, I did I did a little bit of research to see if I could actually endorse this product, and this is actually the pricing is very competitive to a regular water heater. I was really surprised. I would think to go with a tankless water heater that you'd probably have to pay more money. But the thing is, I mean, for the Heatwave 5.5, it run, it goes for three twenty nine, and you know, for a typical, you know, the cheapest, crappiest forty gallon, you know, water tank that you're going to get. You're gonna you're gonna be paying you know over three hundred bucks for, so that's for that's for their base model, and then the second one up from that is the heat weight eight point seven for four forty nine, and uh, you know and that's a very reasonable price. I mean you're talking a typical good quality water heater is gonna cost you close to five six hundred bucks, then that and that's not including installation, which I'm guessing the tankless is much easier to install. Phil, yeah, I would assume so. I mean the thing's the size yeah. of an Xbox three sixty, so. It just mounted yeah. on your wall. It takes up less clutter in your garage, too. That's so cool. It's sexy oh. time. Awesome. I don't really get aroused about water heaters very often, but I do about these ones. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Anyway, you can check them out at tankless.com, and they have a discount code, Mike. What is it? That's right. Smelly Belly. What does that get All you? One word. I don't know. Gives you 5% off, which may not seem like a lot, but when you're talking about $300, $500, that is money in the bank. I'd love to save 5% every month on my gas bill. This will probably help you save more. Yeah, probably a lot more. Okay, good, awesome. Good talk. Well, uh, let's kick this off. All right, Mike, thanks for that great introduction. It's good to talk to you. It's been a while. You were sick. It has. I've been... I apologize. I was sick. I was out. In the meantime, I've been very nerdy. I went to Disneyland last week again and uh, saw the winter lights and the winter effects. And uh, we did not take the kids this time, so I was able to. I, I actually dedicated this whole trip to Disneyland towards food. And I tried out all of the different types of food that I haven't had before. So that's something that we can talk about in uh, our favorite things yeah. later on. Nice. I'm excited to hear about that. I'm really sad. So I was actually going to go with you. And then yeah. I decided not to because I spent time with people on my birthday and got a late start. And yeah, uh, I figured you wouldn't want to spend your, your birthday driving. So Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's see. 
I mean, how many listeners are we up to? We're up to like six listeners now. <laughs> I think I think we're actually up to like twenty. So the cool thing 20? about yeah, so the cool thing about Tankless.com sponsoring us is that we now have analytics, or we will starting next week. So we'll actually be able to track how many people are actually subscribing and downloading, and we'll probably throw up a post on SmellyCast.com just to let people know what's going on. I mean, we're interested in it, and we figure you listen to us, so you're probably interested in it as well. And yeah, you're crazy enough to listen to it. Just us. as a point of housekeeping, this is the only thing I have for today. I have now officially had four people ask if they can get the special prize from the first podcast. Ah, uh, so yeah. There's still one more. So if That's you want it, more? if you want it, ask and you will get it. Lucky ducks, lucky ducks. I, uh, I, I've loved seeing the, the people that have tweeted us on the tweeter. It's been really fun to actually find out that people are actually listening to us. There's some great, never, great people. Never never would have expected it. Some people sent us some really great info. Someone sent us the uh, a link to the uh, Caesar Flickerman music on YouTube. Yes. Um, people were recommending different types of mustache gel. Yes. <laughs> and, and wax. It was good. It's good. So it's fun. I enjoy it. And um, oh. We love, love our smelly it. bellies, so let us know. Oh, we love you guys. If you got any feedback for us, want us to improve something, let us know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want us to talk about some some different things or if you want, you think you know someone that would be a really good guest on the show or have access to, you know, Johnny Depp so that we can interview him. Talk about how he gets into, to, he has a standing reservation in, at Disneyland. Yeah, we can talk about his his ongoing relationship with Tim Burton. Yeah. And and Helena Bonham Carter. Anyway, <laughs> off tangent. I don't even know what I don't even know what tangent we were on. What are we talking about here? We were, what? We were talking about um how awesome it is that we have smelly bellies. That's right. We love you guys. So, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Hopefully we don't bore you. I think we're going to have a pretty quick little podcast today. Try to keep it in the time constraints that you people like. Yeah, we're a little more impromptu on this one. So, it's exciting. It should be good. Trying out some new methods. Well, Michael, you mentioned that you did something tonight, and I thought that it would be very interesting for you to brag about it. I sure did, and uh, I did. I went to a jazz game tonight, a Utah jazz game, and uh, I've been to I've been to a few of them before, a couple, and a couple, and I've I've really enjoyed them. But tonight was a very special night. I was able to um, get some very very fantastic tickets. To sit courtside at the jazz game, which I've never sat that close before. Um, it, uh, they were Lexus Club, is is what it's called. And before the game, we had an awesome buffet, which of course you know had like all you could eat: crab legs and shrimp and prime rib and smoked turkey. And I was in heaven. I mean, I was just pounding these crab legs. Oh, I love, I love crab. Oh. I love crab as much as I love like one of my children, and so I had I ate so much crab that I just made myself sick, and uh, it was wonderful. So then after that we got to go out to the game, and like I'm talking, these aren't just like your typical lower bowl seats. Like these, this was like I'm sitting there. It was they played the Spurs tonight. I'm sitting there watching Tim Duncan right there in front of me. I mean, this guy's been playing forever. He's like the oldest guy ever, and <laughs> you can see his wrinkles from and, his seats. Right? And he's still, and he's still like the top scorer on the team. It's amazing. So you were, and, so you were uh, courtside. 
Courtside. Yep, I was right behind uh, right behind the reporters, keeping track of all the stats and stuff. So it was really cool to kind of see them because all the players come in and you know they stand right in front. They stood right in front of us right before they went in, and so. Yeah, I got some good time to stare at. Uh, so I thought this Tim would... Duncan's wrinkles, <laughs> old wrinkly. I, I thought it. I thought it would be uh... and, and Ginobili's bald spot. <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So I thought it would be interesting to kind of talk about that stuff because we don't really talk about sports a lot on our podcast because we're pretty much just nerds. But... Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy sports. Uh, I would say there's no there's no sport that I follow super closely there's no sport that you um, follow as much as you follow css and development news exactly no no there's not but i mean i i am a byu cougar fan so you know i i uh get a chance to go to a lot of byu football games uh some byu i went to an awesome byu basketball game had these incredible seats for that and uh it's i really enjoy watching sports but uh, the following of them, I just don't really, I don't partake in as much. I mean, I I, ha- I do have like a fantasy football team with my family members and stuff, and I never, never change my lineup. And every year I'm like, oh, this year is going to be the year that I actually follow along with this. And then, you know, I get into a couple games and I'm like, Ugh, I'll just, I'll update it next <laughs> week. It's who cares if I've got five injured players? I've never, yeah, I've I've done fantasy basketball one time. And I think I made it two weeks with making updates, and then people got pissed because I had some decent players, and they just weren't doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I got kicked out of my league. And I haven't done no it way, really? Yeah, I don't, I, haven't... I don't care enough. Like I care, but I don't care. Like the thing I care the most about is college football. That's the thing I get into. Um, growing up in Oklahoma, I was a Sooners fan, and oh, they're Boomer Sooners. Yeah, they're a powerhouse football team, and so it's one of those things that I just really follow. Um, one of the things I do enjoy doing though is playing sports games on the sex box, which I don't play a lot of sports games mainly because you're always too busy playing with Colby. Yeah. Our good friend Colby. Which you could play with us. There's, there's no room for me in the end. We set up a dynasty and then I play against Colby. So he was Utah state and I'm (laughs) university of Texas, El Paso. Because we have to, so they rated up to six stars, and um, we made the rule that you had to be three stars or under. You can play like Oregon <laughs> or Oklahoma, and it's pretty crazy. Like you have to do recruiting, you have to scout people, you have to invite them out. Really, once they're there you have to get them to do certain things. Um, you have to like this game's kind of crazy. I started throwing like interceptions like crazy on just some of the easier settings, and so I had to learn actual like routes and audibles and like how to coach a little like i even bought this is this is super nerdy i even bought coaching football for dummies just so i could do better no way ncaa football say promise i promise i totally did oh my goodness <laughs> so okay so you we know you play the football games do you play like basketball or or the soccer or the, the fifas no i fifa i think i would enjoy playing but i've i enjoy watching soccer and i enjoy playing soccer games but not enough to really get into them so our good friend chris evans he's pretty into them um and then i have my friend nate who's really into them so some interesting things they do with these games now is they've opened up the connect 
so that you can actually like interact with oh, the games. So you, I saw some videos of people getting technical. Yeah, yeah, so my friend, my friend Nate's playing, <laughs> and he got cut off, and he just yelled "f," and then all of a sudden he got yellow carded because the connect heard him swear. Oh, so great! Yeah, so it makes it more realistic. And then in the football games, you can you can call audibles, like you can hike the ball through your voice. That's so, so cool. Some pretty cool stuff that you can do now. You do you do play the the Tiger Woods golf, right? I do love I do love me some Tiger Woods. I haven't played it in like three years though, just because okay. the last game I had, anytime you changed a profile, it would delete your history. So it got very frustrating. Also, huh. I don't like sucking at golf, and you suck for like three seasons <laughs> in Tiger Woods, no matter what you do. You just well, it's okay. I've I've sucked my entire life, so yeah. I would feel right at home. I guess that's true. I just hate that it mirrors how I really golf. <laughs> just shanking <laughs> it into the woods or into the ocean. Oh, yeah. that's so great. Yeah. So I, I'm a fan of those. I think you should do it. It's it's pretty good. I should try it. I should try to get in. It'd be fun to it'd be fun to play with you guys. That would that would make it a lot more appealing for sure. Oh, for sure. So I'm in the middle of this transition now where I don't know what to do though because all of those games are on the 360 and I have yeah. both the 360 and an Xbox an X bone. So mm-hmm. so it's like it's kind of tough because I never think to op- turn on my 360 anymore because the Xbox One is just so easy to operate. Xbox on. Yeah, and then it works, and it does. I mean, I don't even use a controller half the time I'm doing something. It's like, good good evening, Phil. Would you like me to make you a sandwich? Would would you like sexy time? (laughs) Uh, Yes, please. So, um, anyway, transitioning between the two, it's, it's kind of interesting because... I don't think to do that, so I'm sure Colby's just pissed at me because he can't advance our season because I haven't played it in three weeks. Um, but it's been fun. Um, I know we talked to everyone a little bit about the Xbox One and, and Call of Duty Ghosts, but um, I've, I beat the story mode, and there were a lot of people saying some pretty negative stuff about it. It's good. It was good. Well, I mean, it's from the people that gave us freaking uh, Modern Warfare 2 and 3. I know. Their multiplayer so. is still, it's good. It's much better than 3. But my favorite thing is the slide. Yeah, the slide's nice. I like it. Yep. I've. It's better. It's. I like it more than the dive to prone. Yeah, not a fan of the dive to prone. Yeah. So, anyway, just wanted to bring that little little piece up, that little nugget. But uh, if, well, anyone wants, a... if anyone wants to play us on the sex box... You can uh, catch me at Omni Hyperflux, which I'll have to tell you the story about sometime. That's worth that's worth an episode <laughs> section right there. <laughs> and then um, and then you can catch Mike where at Scatalax. You want to spell that? S C A T O L A X Scatalax. Much harder to spell than Omni Hyperflux. Yeah, you want to spell that, please? Will you use it in a sentence, please? Omni hyperflux. Can I, can I get the definition? I'm fluxing at a high capacitor. <laughs> so, well, uh, uh, good stuff. Well, what do you say we hop in and let's just start talking about some movies? Let's do it. We're going back. We're going in the childhood we movies are. today. We, it's great. Well, the the child, the inner childhood movies. The inner child. So, I live with my cousin currently, and he's got three chitlins. One's three. Mm. One's One's three, almost four. One's two, and one Ugh. is um, one is like four months. 
So, oh, I feel so bad for them. So they're great oh, kids, though. They're, my goodness. they're such good kids. And three um, kids. Oh, I have had the pleasure of introducing them to some of the Disney and Pixar animated films that have come out recently, and one of the ones that they love right now is Brave, but the other one that I think is much better than that is Tangled. Agreed. So Brave is incredible, but Tangled but yeah, it's is beautiful. just a much better classic Disney story. Yep, and more it, friendly. And I think it more... appeals to a wider audience. Definitely, it's got the princesses and not not an ugly redhead. <laughs> not that I mean, I think redheads are beautiful, but you, you almost called her a ginger. <laughs> no, that I would curly, never use. I would never use the G word. Curly haired ginger chick. You can. I hear you can only use that word if you are a redhead. My beard grows in red. It's kind of mm-hmm. like uh, it's kind of like the other the, uh, the N word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not let's, talk about let's that. Let's swerve from that conversation. <laughs> We're just gonna dodge that. Um, and let's just dive <laughs> Bob into and t- weave. Let's, yeah, dodge, dip, dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Mike, tell me what you love about Tangled. Tell me about Tangled. Hey, what is it about? The number okay. The number one thing that I love about Tangled is that my daughter, my two-year-old daughter, little Peyton, that she loves Tangled. And uh, it's one of those movies that I, although I have, I've watched it a million times because she loves it so much. You know, it's it's so much easier for me to say yes when she's like, hey, can we watch Tangled? Than it is for me to say yes to Angelina Ballerina, which she wants to watch over and over and over and over, which I hate. Is she out hate of her, that is stupid she, <laughs> ballerina mouse. Is she out of her uh, Barney stage? Um, she's out of it, but Houston is just barely, he's starting to get into it. He like dances along. It's adorable, but I, Barney's never going to die. Never. But right now I want to murder Angelina Ballerina. She is the worst. (laughs) She's a little snot. Anyway. Um, but that's probably my number one thing that I like about Tangled. Uh, the second thing is that I feel like it goes into such a classic Disney story. You know, it's it's the, the the first princess that we've had in a long time that's actually like a real princess. Not, I mean, nothing against Tiana, but uh, she just didn't she didn't have a castle, and you know, Rapunzel has one, and um, and I I just think it's very sentimental. You know, there's just so many little little details that uh, that are just lovely that just make it just such a sweet film. Absolutely. So, my favorite memory, or when I think about Tangled, the thing I love the most was uh, when I was down for Sundance last year, and we were driving in the car, and Peyton was in there, and we put on the Tangled soundtrack, and your yeah. two-year-old daughter sang Tangled. About jumping yep. and dancing and laughing and singing. And it was just the most adorable freaking thing in the world. Yeah, she loves that show. Yeah. So that was that was awesome. Um, the second memory I have is her running around the house with the Blu-ray trying yeah. to break it in half because she wants to watch it so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I remember. Uh, but, yeah. But I hadn't seen Tangled, and I, I rented it on Amazon Prime, the, one of the only movies I've ever rented on any service digital service and uh i'm not ashamed to admit this as a 27 year old man at the time i just sat there and just with tears in my eyes 
So. And at last I've seen uh, the light. And I was like, why can't I have this much love in my life? I just want to be loved. Uh, so, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's so funny. I have two favorite things about this movie, though. Okay. Pascal, the friggin' chameleon. Chameleon, yeah. My favorite thing. His little yeah. attitude when uh, Rapunzel's hair is fixing Flynn Rider's hand, and he's yeah. just like, points to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he looks at him, and he just nods. Friggin' great. And uh, then, I'm gonna find I'm gonna find a gif of that uh, for the for the blog. So good, but uh, uh, him and Maximus, the friggin' horse, those two stole yeah. the show. They made it what it is. Yeah, they did. It was great. Um, and it was cool to see kind of that classic Disney style with the um, the uh, the animated animals too. They're, uh, yeah, that was fun. That's right. I didn't think about that. Yeah, they, they're they're bringing that into stuff again, and it's it's kind of great because. I remember growing up on movies like Jungle Book and, as my sister would call it, The Rest of the Cats. Instead of Aristocats. <laughs> Thomas oh, O'Malley. That's cute. <laughs> the Rest of the Cats. O'Malley the Alley Cat. Yeah. So, um... That's great. Uh, so let's talk about the the music, though, for Tangled. Nominated for an Academy Award. Yep, yep. And, uh... A great, a great soundtrack, and I again, I feel like it's like the classic Disney soundtrack. You know, yeah. you've got, you've got the ballads, you've got the duets, you've got, you know, the "I'm a Lonely Princess," why, why can't I find love songs? Right. That that just appeal to Phil, I guess. <laughs> just want, just want that much love. <laughs> I just want to see the lanterns. <laughs> I just want to see him. That's all I've ever wanted. Is my mom going to be mad if I leave my tower? So, soundtrack was great. But uh, what about the animation? I mean, we've come a long way with the animation. animation. was awesome. And, and I'm really, really happy. I know this is what you're going to say, and I'm going to steal it from you. But John yeah, steal, Lasseter. Steal away. John yes. Lasseter. Friggin', uh, my opinion. We, we talked about Jeffrey Katzenberg saving Disney back in the early 90s with Little Mermaid and, and Beauty and the Beast and Lion King. Uh, before he went on to, um, what's that other, DreamWorks? Is that right? Yeah, he went to DreamWorks. Yeah, so... John Lasseter, John Lasseter is the Walt Disney of our generation. Absolutely. Absolutely. He he does some amazing stuff. He just gets it, and he understands. And I, I think it's great that they've transitioned to, you know, just classic Disney style in computer animated. Yeah, well, and this one was interesting because it wasn't, uh, you know, Tangled wasn't done by Pixar. It was done by uh, the Disney Animation Studios. And they've actually, I think, had more success. I mean, so they haven't been doing the sequels. Like, like Pixar's just doing sequels now. Right. And, uh, except for Brave, of course. But I would say that Tangled was definitely better than Brave. I would say Wreck-It Ralph was better than Brave. Right. And I would say Frozen is... Better uh, than Brave. Is, I mean, I guess... I guess but definitely better than Brave. From, from Frozen a, from a, is Pixar. Yeah. yeah. Frozen's not Pixar. Frozen's Disney. Is it? Yep. It's Disney. Pretty sure. 100% um, I sure, think, I think you're right. It's, yeah, it's you a Disney, yeah. It's Disney animation. They so, I mean, the, what's Pixar doing? Freak, guys. Get on the ball. <laughs> yeah. WT. So, overall, Phil, the animation was great. The music was great. The voices were fantastic. Hidden I mean, Pinocchio the, is my favorite thing that your wife, Nikki, taught the me. The Pinocchio, yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
I'm curious what uh, your your rating is. Well, I I feel like I look at it through a different lens, so I'm not looking at it same. In, in the same. same. I mean, it's not in the same realm as like the Inceptions and the Godfathers and the things like that. So in an animation scope, um, I give it a four point five. Like it's it's up there in the animation realm for me. What do you give it? You know, I mean, I feel like they didn't really. Uh, here's the thing: I feel like Pixar pushes the limits with the animation. And the Disney stuff goes with what's safe, and they go with a little easier characters, things like that. Right. But the music right. and the story, I'm going <sighs> to... See, Pixar, Pixar's the Academy Award chasing, look at pushing the bounds of That's the true. medium and what can, what can 3D animation do, I feel. Whereas Disney's, let's talk about story and this character and really get into it. But Pixar's so much about story, too. Not that Pixar doesn't do that, right? But, yeah, but, but think about Up and, I mean, the, ori- I mean, the original Toy Story and right, right. Cars. And, you know, the, and, yeah. I, cry, I'm gonna I get, cried so hard in Cars. I saw it after my LDS mission. And I just cried? sat there and Lightning McQueen didn't cross the finish line. I was like, Lightning McQueen, <laughs> he's just such a good person. <laughs> Why can't say. he have any success? Like, I just want to be like him. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I'm kind of embarrassed by it. But Well, you admitted to it. Um I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Tangled a four and a half. Four and a half. I'm, yeah, so you're right I'm there with really, me. I really like it, I, and I, I just think had so much people, of it. I had just had people look in the office. It's an emotional. I just had people look in the office and they asked me if I was legitimately crying. <laughs> they thought I was crying. Well, <laughs> anyway, you know, anyway. so it's it, an emotional episode. Yeah, what can I say? Um, so, what were you saying? Is it an emotional journey? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree. What is? What you, you were talking about? Your four point five, and then I cut you off. Oh, oh, I just gave it a four point five. Okay, well, I like uh, I like the four point. It's good, it's good. But I oh, I think that I give it a, a higher rating because of its sentimental value for me, um, and with my daughter, and you know, it goes it it just goes into all it brings up a lot of emotions, yeah. and so I, yeah, that's why I give it a, a four point five. I mean, I can dig it. Okay, so uh, let's talk about Frozen. that. Takes care of Tangled. Frozen. I'm really excited about this one. I've seen it twice. I saw it once twice? by myself, and I didn't have did to you, feel like a creeper. Did you cry by yourself I like did. all the other like, movies? Like a freaking ton. Oh, so much. And then I went with a a date the second time, and was I this had, the same? Was this the same girl from your your tryst last week? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I know. So I saw it, and it was cool, and I want to talk about the difference between the two. Because me, it's just me as this, like, huge, bald, fat guy just kind of Surrounded by, by little girls. Yeah, and I'm just sniveling in the midst of them and borrowing their tissue. You went to the Saturday matinee with all the other families. Right. <laughs> you just totally. plopped down in the middle of I the totally theater. I totally did. I totally did. Creeper I had to sit in the front. Creeper, I would if I had a seat next to you, I'd be like, nope, we're not sitting there. We're not sitting next to that guy. The, the only time I ever felt like that big of a creeper was in Rango. I watched that by myself, and that made me feel pretty <laughs> creepy. Uh, I'll be honest with you, though, Phil. I mean, I feel like you're a very inviting person. Yeah, and so I, don't I think stop. maybe I would. I, I would sit down, and I'd be like, okay? hey, hey, bro, you ready to cry it up <laughs> to some Adina Menzel? Absolutely. Um, so. Oh, we can talk about it. Let's talk about all the things that made Phil cry in Frozen. 
<laughs> so when the parents die, I got a little sad, but I didn't cry. And when I, and you have to understand when I say cry, I don't like I don't actually make those noises with my voice, and I don't like sob. It's just tears well in my eyes as my soul connects emotionally with these fake characters. Yeah. So the parents dying, them singing about "Do you want to build a so- snowman?" That song killed me. Yeah, um, that was great because. It's just her talking about how she wants to be with her sister and her sister. She doesn't understand why her sister's pushing her away. And then on the other side of that, it's the sister. It feels like she has to be perfect at all times to protect her sister. And there's all that. Yeah. There's all that. Uh, the pressure. pressure. For sure. Yeah. So the pressure part kind of, I mean, that gets to me because that feels very real to me on a very emotional mm-hmm. level. So that part. Um, and then when, well, spoilers, by the way, everyone. Alert. Just be aware. Um, so that, and then... <laughs> <laughs> we, we give the alert after <laughs> oh, her, their par- her parents die. <laughs> after they're murdered. They're murdered by a giant oh. reindeer with a gun. So, anyway, we, we don't really have to continue talking about all the things that made me cry, but it's just an incredible movie. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, the cast, the beautiful... Beautiful Kristen Bell. Yeah, Kristen Bell has pipes. Had no idea. She is, yeah, that, no that's clue. That's what I'm hearing is that a lot of people are really just shocked because they didn't know she could sing that well. She was fantastic. And it only adds to her, her appeal yeah. for me. So, um, so Kristen Bell, we should talk about this. Um, I've met Kristen Bell at Sundance. Were you there? No. Was, you met yeah, her? Yeah, I met her at Sundance. So Did you kiss I her? I wish thought about it i would i don't think i would have I, been able to contain myself all i thought about was sarah forgetting sarah marshall the whole time yeah so so here's what happened so it was the the last showing of the day and it was the showing margin call and um oh. the most of the crew and staff were there and the theater was packed and it so this is the last sunday of the sundance film festival last showing and it's at the sundance resort and i finagled my, on sunday yeah and then the next day was yeah. Best of the Fest, which is the free version, so it's not, like, really there. So uh, I'm there, and I finagled my way into this movie because by being the bouncer crowd liaison guy, I don't get to see all the movies like Mike does because he's an usher. So I pick I, the ones. I refuse, to, I refuse to do the real work <laughs> right, like Phil. Right. So I do that work so that I can see the movies I want to see. And they let me because yeah. I... Yeah, because when Phil, when Phil says, I want to see a movie, they say, okay. Yeah, because uh, I will Phil let other it. people watch the other movies so that I can get to the ones I want to do. And so I really wanted to see this one. I, mean, I always I always feel bad when I watch a movie and Phil's stuck in the lobby. And I don't because I just sit on the couch and then take my shoes off and touch them on the cold tile and just feel wonderful <laughs> by the fire. And drink like a Rob, drink a one liter. Rob, Robert Redford comes and sits sits next we to you. We talk about film. <laughs> Poops. <laughs> no. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell that story, or did we tell uh, that story already? Okay. Well, I think we already did. Anyway, um, we'll see. Mike guards Robert Redford when he poops. Understandable. <laughs> um, I'm his. So anyway, we're standing there, and every they started the movie, and they filed everyone in, and it's packed. I mean, so packed. And so I'm going to go into the last seat in the entire theater, and all of a sudden, as uh, Mike, our manager, is like in there, like lining everyone up, I see two people come in the door, and I'm like, "Holy f! That's Veronica Mars." <laughs> that's the thought I had. I couldn't remember her name. 
And it was just like, there are very few times I've been starstruck in my life, and this is one of them. And so I just turned uh, to Mike, and I'm like, uh, I think I think Veronica Mars is in the lobby. And he's like, what? And he, like, opens the door. He peeks out, and he sees her, and he closes the door real fast. And he goes, is that Kristen Bell? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think it is. And so he, like, opens the door, and he's like, he points to her and her boyfriend is like come in come in so they come inside and it's like me mike and then Kristen bell and some dude and we're just standing there in the lobby uh, like in this like closed door lobby of the sundance resort oh my god and uh, he goes mike goes are you who i think you are and she just very very cheerily goes who do you think i am <laughs> and he goes no are, are you who i think you are and she goes is it going to get me into this movie if i am and she goes, are you Kristen Bell? And she goes, yes. And he goes, hi, it's really nice to meet you. I'm a big fan. Let's get you in this movie. And then he like, went in and made other people leave. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he made like some other like crew members leave and made them go sit in the projector room to watch. And so I still got my seat. And then Kristen Bell and this dude got in. Imagine if you had sat by her and like you could smell her the whole movie. I've just been like... I'm never going to forget you. <laughs> like, really creepily, like, you smell wonderful. I'm never. Like, halfway through the movie. What was it like to be with Aldous now? <laughs> Crazy movie <laughs> So, Kristen Bell's wonderful, and she was just, she's honestly one of the nicest, like, celeb- like we don't interact with a ton of celebrities at our location, but lots of producers and and people like that. But from a celebrity, like, she was just one of the nicest people, like, I've ever met. And so it was really cool. That's so cool. Yeah, so I, I'm a Kristen Bell fanboy for sure. And it was – I didn't realize until halfway through the movie that that was Kristen Bell. Then you started sniffing. <laughs> it's just so emotional. Take, taking big whiffs. Okay. Well, that covers our love for Kristen. Yeah. Let's talk about our love for Adina. She's now, great. Phil um, – have you ever seen the Broadway the Broadway play Wicked? No. Okay. So she plays Elphaba in in the original cast of Wicked and that was my first uh introduction to her. And like her I mean her voice I got to see I got to see it on Broadway with her as Elphaba which was fantastic, amazing. Um, and then of course all the, all the soundtracks and the recordings are with the original cast. And so of course it's her and, you know, I've always, uh, she's, she has this incredibly powerful, beautiful voice and, um, it's just, it's so powerful. So I knew with this movie that she would have a lot of really, you know, those power ballads and, and she did, and she did amazing and she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was very impressed. I didn't know much about her. But after I looked her up on IMDb and kind of looked at what she'd done, of course I'd heard her music because everyone loves Wicked. Even New Girl, they talk about Wicked. So yeah. it's when they sing the songs, and yeah, and she was incredible. She did a really good job, and, and there was a lot of depth to her performance in both the singing and in just her acting. She's in Glee. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a bunch of episodes of Glee. Yeah, I don't watch Glee. My wife makes me watch it. I don't have anyone who loves me enough to make me watch Glee. Well, you're lucky. <laughs> so, um, yeah, great. But I want to talk about someone else. Okay. Josh Glad. Olaf. Gad. No, Josh Glad. No, it's Josh Gad. No, because I'm always glad when I see him. There's no L. <laughs> I, know. I know. I'm trying to be punny. Okay. I'm glad when I see well, Josh Gad. Glad makes me gad. Okay. 
Whatever. So Josh Gad has been is you've seen him in a lot of different movies, including The Rocker, Twenty One. You've seen him in the Book of Mormon musical on Broadway, the original J- cast, Jobs, Jobs, the Steve Jobs movie, um, and he plays Olaf, the snowman who loves warm hugs and wants summer so bad, and is completely oblivious. Steals, steals the He's show. He's the best. He's completely oblivious to, I mean, just everything in. I mean, he's just oblivious to how bad summer is, but he's just great. Yeah. And so he sings this whole song about how he can't wait to be in summer and doing whatever snowmen do, and it's incredible. <laughs> but the part that I loved with him the most was when he's, like, trying to heat up um, uh, Kristen Bell's character when she's, like, dying. and um, Oh, yeah. And uh, he's melting, and he says, some people are just worth melting for. And then... Oh, yeah. and then Kristoff, the other lead male character in the show, he's writing back, and she's unaware that Kristoff likes her, and he's like, "Oh yeah, Kristoff loves you." He's like, "You're clueless." <laughs> of course, it's true love is what makes Kristoff want to bring you here and leave you alone forever and ever. <laughs> and then later, he looks out the window. He goes like, "Oh look, it's Kristoff and Sven." He's like, "I guess he really doesn't love you enough to leave you alone forever." I was wrong. <laughs> There's like a part uh, where he walk, there's a part where he walks into an icicle and then he's like stops talking. He's like, "Oh, look at that! I've been impaled." He's <laughs> just so great. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, talking about animals though, from Tangled, uh, Sven stole it. Sven was great. Really, I think I think that Olaf stole it more than well, Sven for me. I will say that Olaf stole it, but Sven was great. Um, Sven he was, was a great, great character, and Kristoff having to talk to Sven and being Sven's voice of his inner conscience and being yes. able to understand Sven. So much that was, was risky. A, it was, and it paid off, and it worked. Yeah, I think it did. I think it did. I, I did want to point out though that uh, there are trolls in this, and Sven and Kristoff were raised by trolls, and yeah. they're love experts, and they sing a song that he's just a bit of a fixer upper. And ladies, I just want you to know that I think that's my theme song. So if you have any questions about whether or not I can be fixed, we can go ahead and assume that's true. <laughs> I don't it's think anybody's so listened to this podcast. Yeah, no girls yet. Just a, <laughs> just a lot of guys. Lots of dudes. Um, that's what I got. That's great. So, um, I mean, animation was great. Sound was great. Cast was great. Um, I'm giving it a five. You're going five on it. I'm going five. If I, if I consider this with Tangled and all the others, um, I think it's a five. I think it, I don't think there's anything in it that needed to be changed. You really, you really, you're gonna give it a five star, a solid five. Five out of five. Wow, wow. This tough. This is tough for me. Uh, I haven't seen it with my daughter yet, so I, I don't have any like uh, any love, nostalgia stuff or sen- sentimental stuff to pull in. Uh, I got to hold the girls. I got to hold the girls' hand in this movie. Oh, dude! So. Of course, it's a five then. Five. Five. I mean, it's like you. It's like you married her during it. Pretty much. We pretty much had five kids. She's pretty much my wife, and we've been married for 40 years now. So 100, 100 years. <laughs> Too bad she broke up with me. Okay, so uh, I, okay, I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a four. four and Are you a, giving four, it a? Four and a half. Oh, jeez. Same as Tangled. You're, okay. It's not perfect. It's so perfect. The snow animation was fantastic. I watched a whole YouTube thing about just the snow animation that they came up with for it. And and let's just say that it's fantastic. 
Like, it's so real. Like, and watching that video beforehand helped me know that I needed to freaking talk into the microphone. Like an idiot. It sounded fine. Um, so the snow animation was fantastic. And, like, watching this YouTube video beforehand made me realize how good it really was. Because I was able to see, like, how how they had modeled it after these real snow effects that they had been using, like what someone digging through the snow really would look like. And then what they made it look like, you know, all the different splashes and things. Did you see it in 3d? No. Good. We didn't, we didn't either. So I'm glad because all the stupid snow flying at you would be stupid. 3d sucks. But you know who doesn't suck? Kristen, Kristen Bell. I'm not going to fight with you right now. Yeah, this, okay, so. okay. So that takes care of that. Um, before, so I want. I was wondering if I could do one of my new favorite things now first while we're still talking about movies. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so I don't know if you've seen this yet, Phil, and so that's why I'm bringing it up here. Have you seen the teaser for Christopher Nolan's next project? Yes. Interstellar with Matthew so freaking Mahana, McConaug- McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Mc- you did really well there, Michael. proud. I got so excited. So let's just talk about this for a minute. I mean, we're both, we both are, I, th- I think we've talked about this before, maybe when we did the gravity stuff, how we think that we've kind of lost sight of the, the potential that we have as human beings to, to really, I mean, to be pioneers and to continue this this drive and this motivation to explore and to become more and to become greater, right? Right. <laughs> Was that? Did we not talk about that? <laughs> no, I don't think we talked about okay. that. Okay. Well, uh, but but I think we're on the same page there because I, I mean we've talked about Neil deGrasse Tyson and we've talked about like yes. a lot of different things and and the science and, and growth of and he, NASA and he and has that wonderful right speech. Uh, yeah. um, the to be more or whatever, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's my new favorite. One of my new favorite things that I cannot wait for. One year from now, when we are just raving about Interstellar and Christopher Nolan sense. and Matthew McConaughey, and uh, and here's the thing: I've been a Matthew McConaughey fan for a while since I, Sahara. <laughs> Sahara, so dumb. Um, I like, but the thing is, I like all of his. I like all of his dumb movies, and uh, but the thing that I like about him, I I like, I love his voice. I think he has such an iconic voice, and uh, you know, he's kind of stepped away from the goofy romantic comedies that he's been that he did at first. So many of you know, which I mean, my wife loves them all, and she loves him. But it's not going to be hard. But he stepped to... into more prolific roles that I think really showcase his ability to act. So, and I think, when you think about I think so many indie high high quality indie films, he's in most of them. And I really like think that Leonardo. this Interstellar is going to be his 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 breakout. Yeah, I think he's going to go from being judged as kind of this this uh, romantic comedy kind of guy, this jokester guy, to a serious actor, and we're going to see well, that think... transition. And I'm stoked to see it. So I think there's a couple of things he's already doing. So obviously he did Mud, which was the highest rated film of the summer. There's like a 99%. Yeah. Okay. So it, it rated better than Star Trek. And did it really? And, and Iron Man 3. Yeah. Uh, was, Iron Man so 3 I need to watch. I need to watch Mud. But so it, that was that one. Then there's the Dallas Buyers Club that's out. 
that one is another I don't one know with Jared one. Leto. Yeah, look it up. It's basically about um, a 1980s bull rider who gets AIDS, and then he imports drugs from Mexico hmm. to help wow. treat people with AIDS because no one else can get them. So that that it's that whole struggle. Jared Leto's in it, and he plays like a transvestite prostitute. Interesting. And he helps him get all of his. Apparently, Jared Leto just kind of kills it in the sh- in the movie, but. So he's in that, and then he's in the Wolf of yep, Wall Street, yep. which the is the Scorsese up. one, right? So excited with with Leo, yep. Leo and uh, Jonah Hill. It's gonna be so. a it's gonna be an Academy Award poll for uh, Leo, I think. I think so. Yeah, so I think I'm excited for those. Well, let's uh, let's hop through these real fast. Just the next. Okay, so that's go, so that's one there. of my favorite things. Um, On the movie note, I've got one. Uh, anything okay. after, which is an app. That oh, tells yeah. you if there's anything after the credits, which this I'm is a big cool. fan. This Our is friend cool. Bobby showed us that. So I'm I'm a fan. It, you, basically, it's crowdsourced, so people can go in and tell you mm-hmm. if there's something after or during the credits, and then they rate it on whether or not it's worth staying. So some of them, like, for example, in Frozen, there is a, a quick three-minute or 30-second thing at the end, and a lot of people didn't think it was worth it. I thought it was, but it kind of gives you an idea. It's good to know that it's there and you have the option. Right, so Very you don't cool. miss anything, and you don't have to sit through stuff. Not, you know, that's there's, not there. And there's two different ones that I found on the iOS App Store, and uh, you know, it's definitely worth paying the dollar or what or two dollars for, uh, for the better designed one, in my opinion. But that's also uh, just my the the two dollar one. Yeah, I, I like the two dollar one a lot more than the ugly free one. Yeah, the two dollar one's the one that I'm talking about after and anything yeah, after. Yeah, anything after. Yep, that's what I would vote for too. Okay. They do have a bug on iOS 7, but... Side note, um, can we end this in like five minutes? Yes. I just got got a call from a girl. Oh, the tryst. Yes. I'm cutting this part out, so... Oh. Anyway. So so let's go ahead and hop into the other things. I've just got two more. Um, It's Blu-ray hunting season, officially opened. That's what (laughs) I call it. So um, in the last two weeks, I think I've... I've bought an additional 25 Blu-rays. Holy crap, 25? And I think I've spent a total of like $105. Jeez, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, that's my favorite. Wow. Um, so so that's, it's Blu-ray hunting season. So blue-ray.com will tell you what the lowest price any movie's ever been sold for, what the current lowest price is. So it gives you a pretty good idea of whether or not you're getting the right deal on it or if you're overpaying Wow. And if it's something you question, always hold out because it always gets cheaper. Always. So the only ones that don't are Disney movies. They always tend to be there. Like Iron Man 2 and 3 and Thor are all just sitting at like $30 per movie. Wow. Yep. Okay. So there's that. And then um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was this cool app that I bought a while ago, um, but they just updated it again with all the Frozen stuff. It's called Disney Interactive. And if you have an iPad, it's one of the most well-designed apps I've ever seen in my life. And it goes through and talks about the history of Disney animation and kind of the progression of it with real samples. And it breaks down. You, you can break down actual clips of things and you can kind of see how animation's done. Um, it's really incredible, really well done. And they update it all the time with new things. I uh, didn't I didn't know that they were four, updating it. That's great. Yeah. So it was 14 bucks when I bought it, though. And I, I think it's totally worth it. And I think if you're if you have kids that you can kind of show them some of the stuff, it's definitely more for adults who want to appreciate the filmmaking side of it. Hmm. But if you want to grow into it, it's, um, yeah, it's something that'll. Yeah, really I well. need to get uh, a link to that from you, and I'll post it on the blog as well. So 
that we can that we can have yeah, a note to it. I'll I'll send it over. Perfect. That's my. Those are my three things right now. Awesome, so. awesome. Those are great. Okay, um, and my other two things that I like. Uh, like I said, um, this last uh, trip to Disneyland for me was uh, dedicated to food. You know, we didn't have the kids, so we were able to go and eat uh, eat more food. Didn't have to worry about keeping them fed. And uh, let's just say I ate a lot of Dole Whips, ate a lot of pickles, got a lot of jalapeno cheese filled pretzels. And uh, I tried out some new food. So I tried out uh, Bengal, Barbe- Bengal Barbecue over in Adventureland. Tried out their, uh, they've got some skewers. The, the spicy one, the Bengal. Mm, and? Bengal Bay. Anyway, there's a spicy one and there's a sweet one. And then there was also this, uh, the, 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 ti- the tiger tail. Not the tiger tail. It's like a tiger tail. It's like a bread, the bread, bread stick. Ooh, really, really tasty. Um, and then we also had a chance to go to World of Color again, um, and that's my third thing. And I know that, Phil, you're not the biggest fan of World of Color because you don't like standing around waiting for it to start. But this this time for the winter one, they had a new version of World of Color that uh, was hosted by Olaf. He was the, He was the – he's the MC, uh. and um, – and it goes through and it goes through all these different things and he sings like uh he sings the snowman in the sun in the summer song uh and then there of course all the other disney ones and then lots of tie-ins with christmas stuff even had a little dreidel sing along so uh definitely I, I love world of color they added to it they added lights on the ferris wheel that weren't there before and they also added a whole array of lights along the roller coaster which I mean, I hate I, I hate to ruin it for you here and tell you about it, Phil, because I'd much rather have you experience it in real life. But uh, I'm ruining it. It's been ruined. So there's <laughs> lights on the roller coaster, and it kind of they had it act as like a night sky for part of it, and then at the end the whole thing lights up, and it's just it's so cool. So um, I'm really excited for you to see that next time we go to Disneyland. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm happy to check that out. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, Michael, thanks for uh, being on uh, SmellyCast number five with well, me. Oh, thank stuff. you, Phil. And uh, we want to thank, of course, our sponsors, Tankless.com. Don't forget to go and check them out and uh, find out how, if, you know, if you're looking to replace your water heater, if you're looking for something that's going to be more efficient, or if you're looking for something that takes up less room, uh, you know, it's, it's a very, very worthy um, thing to consider. Would you agree? Absolutely. And just remember, Smelly Belly will get you 5% off. That's right. So, Tankless.com. Check it out today. Uh-uh. Get some. 